What is up, guys? Welcome back to the AC Performance Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about conditioning for baseball players. Before I get into this, um, I'm going to be going over the very basics of this topic in terms of energy systems, um, in terms of conditioning. If you want more information and you want more detail, go check out Zach Dakin's article on this topic. He's a TCU baseball strength and conditioning coach. Um, it's a great article if you want more detail. But again, in this episode, I'm going over the simple, basic stuff. So, let's hop into energy systems of the human body. We touched on it last week a little bit. All right. Um, but a little note is last week I kind of ke- I kept it simple. This week I'm going to go a little bit more in depth in the terms of that. Last week as I explained it was there's three energy systems. One gets kicked on and turned off at certain times. That's not true. These energy systems coexist and are on at all the same time, right? It's just dependent on the intensity and duration of the activity you're doing. So, a lactic system, um, short explosive movements, rest in between. Think about a 10-yard sprint. 10-yard sprint, right? I need to make energy quick. Can't rely on the aerobic system, which is always on. I have to make energy quick, short, bang. A lactic ATP energy system. Short, quick, explosive movements. Say I have to go run 400 meters around the track. Once around the, the, the track, right? That's in, that's not a short duration, right? That's that's over that 10 second, 12 second mark where the alactic system's energy gets depleted. So then I have to use my anaerobic glycolytic system. And then we have, you know, a um, aerobic system, which is going to be long uh, duration, low intensity. Think about just a jog around a track. Again, all the energy systems are on at the same time, depending on the intensity and duration of the activity is what system is most prominent. So, think about baseball. Baseball is short, explosive movements. From the mound, in the box, in the field, running, right? It's all short, quick, explosive movements. The only thing that isn't is maybe an inside the park home run that maybe lasts over that 12 second mark. But again, it's one guy running it, it's rare, and he has plenty of time to rest. So, if we think about how would we train the alactic system, right? It has to be high intensity, so 95% to 100% intensity, with maximal rest. So in the weight room, right? Dynamic effort, which is moving, uh, moving, um, you know, weight fast, trying to work on max acceleration of the of the bar, right? We're gonna get that for you, 70% of our one rep max work on max acceleration of the bar, right? Couple reps, high number of sets, right? Max rest, all right? Then we have our max effort, which is be 70 plus percent of our one rep max, low reps, right? And then low to moderate number of sets, okay? And then maximal rest. Speed training, anywhere from five to 60 yards, acceleration work is gonna be something between five to 30 yards, and then maximal speed will be 30 to 60 yards. Again, full recoveries, 95% to 100%. We have to run maximally and with maximal intent, and we have to recover with maximum, uh, maximally. Typically, it's about one minute per 10 yards. Med ball training and jump training, same thing. Max intent, low number of reps, full rest. That's how we train the alactic system. That's how we stimulate the alactic system. That's how we match energy systems demanded on the field with max intent, 95 to 100% of intensity, and then 
make sure you're keeping it under that that 10 to 12 second mark right because that's that's how that's pretty much the on average how much uh, time we have in the elactic system once we go over that the elactic system gets depleted right so we got to stay under that sec there's a, the, that amount of time and then we have to fully recover because that's what happens on the baseball field we get time to recover and rest so I can really just stop this right here right baseball players they live in the alactic ATP energy system we should train the alactic ATP energy system start and stop the conversation right there but for your benefit I'm gonna go into a little bit on um, how traditionally baseball players are conditioned and um, some common things or common themes you need to avoid so hopping into the next one the anaerobic glycolytic system right this is this is known as the middle ground right because we think about in terms of intensity 95 to 100 percent stimulates the a lactic system okay that's where we that's where we live as baseball players and something below 75 percent isn't enough intensity to stimulate the central nervous system okay which would then be classified as like a recovery um, and restoration kind of work which is going to kind of help that oxidative system develop but then you have the 75 to 95% which is enough to stimulate the central nervous system but not enough to stimulate the alactic system so we get caught in this middle ground right the 75 95% which isn't low enough to be you know recovery or restoration work but then not high enough to stimulate the alactic system so we get caught in this middle ground a lot of times with something like 300 yard shuttles which is 100 yards down 100 yards back 100 yards down you know which takes maybe I don't know 60 seconds maybe a minute long and then you don't have that much time to, to recover and then you have to go right back into it we're running poles down back a couple seconds rest down back so we're in the 75 95 percent range which is enough to stimulate the central nervous system but not enough to stimulate the alactic system which we need for baseball players but we're working on something that really doesn't have any benefit to us as baseball players. If anything, it actually working on the anaerobic glycolytic system actually can hinder our, our aerobic system development. So we have we have that aspect. And there's many reasons why anaerobic glycolytic system gets worked and it comes from just short of time, not having time to do the proper rests or not caring about the proper rest, wanting to see, you know, how tough someone is, um, in quotations of course. Um, you know, just wanting to see guys sweat, wanting to see guys breathe heavy, right? There's a whole different reason why the anaerobic glycolytic system gets trained. But all you need to know for this episode is that, you know, anything that you're doing um, that doesn't give proper rest time for that kind of high-intensity work um, is not going to help you as a baseball player and actually will uh, hinder you. Touching on the aerobic system very quickly, if you want to read more about this, if, again, go read Zach Dickens article. But very quickly, aerobic system, small place in a baseball player. Um, in terms of importance, but it you know it's been shown that an oxidative system or aerobic system that is greater um, will replenish ATP quicker. That ATP is used in the alactic system, so there can be a correlation of a better oxidative system to a better um, alactic system. But again, there's ways to train the the aerobic system that does not hinder on speed and power development, because commonly endurance training, which is long duration bouts, um, which we just say I'm going on five mile run showing that training that in, that uh, endurance 
actually shows to be a hindrance to, to speed and power development. So there are ways to train the aerobic system that does not hinder um, our speed and power development. And if you want to read more about that, go check out Zach Dickens' article. Um, but I just want to go over quickly about how the other two energy systems are still used, right? You think about pitcher having to go run, um, you know, a flush run and flush out lactic acid, which we know is a myth, or going to go run because they have to have their legs conditioned for 90 plus pitches, right? The conditioning for a pitcher to throw 90 plus pitches is not really much energy system dependent. It's it's not. It's more about skill specific. The ability to throw 90 pitches doesn't come from running, right? It comes from building up throwing workloads gradually and the body to handle these workloads. Okay, so at the end of the day, um, there's a reason why you see a lot of guys who are who are quote unquote out of shape, right? Couldn't pass a mile test, couldn't pass any fitness test, right? But they still are are dominant on the mound or dominant in the game of baseball right it's because they have a well-developed alactic power system right you think about some of the greatest hitters right you know these these big guys who would have no chance of passing any mile test or any 300 yard shuttle but they hit the ball 400 feet same with guys on the mound guys who throw 100 miles an hour but would have no chance passing a mile test or passing a 300 yard shuttle so that just goes to show you that that these conditioning tests or these this conditioning for baseball players has real no bearing and actually can hinder the player more than help it. So at the end of the day, if you take anything from this episode, the conversation for energy system demanded for a baseball player starts and stops with the alactic energy system, which is defined as short explosive movements, and that is how you have to train as a baseball player, short explosive movements, 95 to 100% intensity, maximal rest, right? 95% to 100% intensity, less than 10 seconds, maximal rest. In the weight room, sprinting, med ball work, jump training, right? Even goes to how you um, do your bullpens, right? A lot of guys just want to rush through their bullpens, but it's not specific and it's not accurate to how you actually do it on the mound in game, right? So, Conversation starts and ends with the alactic energy system. No more middle ground, no more long endurance runs. That that stuff will hinder your game. Alright? So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I tried to break it down simply. I tried to just give you what you need to know. Right? I didn't want I could have easily went into a lot more detail. I did not want to do that. I just wanted to give you the important stuff and call it a day. If you want more information, um, again, go check out Zach Dickens' article because he goes into a, a whole lot more detail and breaks it down a whole lot more than I do. A great article, but for the purpose of my show, I want to keep it simple for the listeners. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you guys next week. 